Um, man. Hi, it's Monday at 610. It is already the 17th of September, and it is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 792 Sons most stimulating talk. Wow. Stop yelling. No, I just, it, it, we'll get to three things. The news cycle moves so quickly. But first, three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, there is finally a person charged with the murder and other charges of Isabel Sellis six years later and Maribel Gonzalez all these years later. A career criminal who is a sex offender who's com- he's, com- he's killed people, he's committed crimes across He's committed crimes across the country. No relation to the family, nothing like that at all. Uh, finally charged six years later. Second thing that I think you need to know, Kirsten Cinema has even more baggage now. Kirsten Cinema, holy smokes. Um, apparently Kirsten Cinema was an early founder of an anti-war group that distributed flyers when the Iraq war started, depicting an American soldier as a skeleton inflicting terror. Our soldiers inflicting terror in Iraq and the Middle East. And she is trying to be as normal as they come, huh? Yeah. We'll get into that. I mean, this is after the, the whole situation of where she, back as a legislator, was trying to figure out ways to not be as tough on adults caught paying for sex with child prostitutes so there you go i mean this what a disaster what an absolute disaster third thing i think you need to know so this brett kavanaugh situation hail mary out of nowhere from diane feinstein and the democrats who remember diane feinstein had the letter and information about this this uh lady that's accusing brett kavanaugh of grinding on top of her 35 years ago at a high school party, even though the one witness that was there said it never happened, she claims it did. 65 women say, no, 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 no. He would never do that. We've never known him to do that. She says it did. By the way, she's also an admitted member of the resistance. She told the University of Wisconsin alumni group. She uh, wore the vagina hats to protest Trump. All this stuff. Three things I think you need to know. We'll get to that as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, how quickly does this news cycle work, though? Friday was all hurricane all the time. There was even a story about the Weather Channel. Do you see the Weather Channel? You see that video? The fake news? There was this Weather Channel reporter who is, like, standing, and he's acting as if the wind is blowing him really good, and he's just fighting it and fighting it. And then a couple of dudes in the background just casually walk by. I'll put the video on my page at knst.com and on my Facebook page. It's, it's pretty crazy. So that happens, and there's looting, and then... This Kavanaugh situation happens where this this lady, um, this lady uh, decides after 35 years, I need to come forward about this. In 2012, she had therapy sessions with her husband and a therapist uh, and a psychiatrist, and she all of never told anybody about this stuff. And now she did. And she wrote a, she contacted her congressperson, who then contacted Diane Feinstein, the senator from California, because this lady's a Californian, and. Uh, uh, Diane Feinstein had this letter. She had this letter, uh, and she held on to it instead of actually bringing it up. Apparently, Senator Chuck Grassley, the Republican in charge of this uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, Grassley is mad. He's like, we had phone calls. We had meetings. Why didn't these accusations come forward? Why didn't Diane Feinstein say anything ahead of time? 
Diane Feinstein said she was made aware of this uh, charge in a letter from this woman back in July. Back in July. So Chuck Grassley said, if this was serious, why didn't he come forward with it much earlier? Grassley said it was disturbing that these accusations would come forward right before a scheduled vote, which would be this Thursday. Grassley said, quote, instead they said nothing during two joint phone calls with the nominee in August, four days of lengthy public hearings, a closed session for all committee members with nominee, with the nominee where sensitive topics can be discussed, and in more than 1,300 written questions. 65 senators met individually with Judge Kavanaugh during a nearly two-month period before the hearing began, yet Feinstein didn't share this with her colleagues ahead of many of those discussions. There you have it. There you have it. Um, this is really one of those one of those times where it's just so obvious. And Kellyanne Conway came out on Fox News about an hour forty five minutes ago, and the White House has to take the politically correct way, and they they do. They said we want her to say everything. She needs to be heard. We want to know why because I think they realize she's full of it. But it's also the right thing. You can't downplay a victim, right? Except for the fact that her lawyer, by the way, her lawyer. This lady's lawyer, but this lady came out, she, she told the Washington Post, the Washington Post identified her, she was okay with it. Christine Blasey Ford, she's a California professor. Her lawyer is known for work with Me Too accusers. Her lawyer is named Deborah Katz, a progressive Washington attorney. Deborah Katz, apparently, and this is in the Washington Free Beacon, attacked Paula Jones repeatedly in 1998 when she claimed Bill Clinton had sexually harassed her when he was the governor of Arkansas. This attorney, Deborah Katz, said Paula Jones' lawsuit would have been dismissed if Clinton weren't the president of the United States, said Jones's claims were very, very weak and had a complete lack of proof. Again, eventually Clinton settled the lawsuit with Paula Jones for $850,000. Let me tell you once again, once again, this Deborah Katz Oh, Deborah, I'm sorry. Deborah Katz is a committed resistance member opposed to the Trump administration. I apologize. Let me take it back. Not fake news. I mixed up the two when I read this early this morning. Deborah Katz, the attorney for the accuser, is part of the resistance. The woman herself, she, I mean, why would you hire? Or if you, if you think that you're not going to, here's, if she really had this happen to her, if Brett Kavanaugh really did this, if this is really a big deal, wouldn't it be something if she hired an attorney that was actually like a Republican or somebody that wasn't part of the resistance that didn't donate to groups and didn't come out saying how much they wanted to just stop Trump from succeeding as president? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be a coup? Wouldn't that be great? So this uh, Blasey, uh, this, this Christy Blasey Ford, Christine Blasey Ford, the woman who claimed she was physically attacked by, by Brett Kavanaugh, was cited in a San Jose Mercury news article wearing one of those pea hats. You know, the vagina hats? Yeah. Remember those that were at the Women's March? The pink ones. Yep, 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 yep. Um, she, she was cited by the San Jose Mercury news for doing this. The newspaper said uh, there was a party held because people were angered by the Trump administration's proposed cuts to research. A biostatistician, Christine Blasey of Palo Alto, hmm, said, quote, it's a science party. 
She said she would wear an elaborate, uh, elaborately knitted cap of the human brain yarn, turn into a supersized cerebral cortex inspired by the pea hats donned by the women's marches. Getting introverted people to march, that's huge, she said, and she laughed. Hmm. So she was all about uh, doing everything she can to stop Trump, protest Trump, everything. And now it comes out. Says here in the Washington Post, after so many years, Christine Blasey Ford says she doesn't remember some key details of the incident. She said she believes it occurred in the summer of 1982 when she was 15. Around the end of her sophomore year at the all-girls Holden Arms School in Bethesda. Kavanaugh would have been 17 at the end of his year at Georgetown Prep, different schools. Her attorney this morning, by the way, in Good Morning America, uh, intimated that they may have gone to school together, even though that couldn't happen because she went to an all-girls school. At the time, Ford said she knew Kavanaugh and Judge, this guy named Mark Judge, the other guy in the room, the witness, as friendly acquaintances in private school social circles of suburban Maryland. Her all-girls school friends mostly hung out with boys from the Landon School, she said, but for a period of several months socialized regularly with students from Georgetown Prep. This guy, uh, I believe it's, it's Mark, I believe it's Mark Ford. Or Christine Blasey Ford, and then it's Mark Judge. I'm sorry, Mark Judge. The names get confusing. So the woman said she told no one about the alleged attack until 2012 when she was in couples counseling with her husband. The therapist's notes, which were reviewed by the Washington Post, didn't mention Brett Kavanaugh's name, but did say she was attacked by students from an elitist boys' school who went on to become highly respected and high-ranking members of society in Washington. Why wouldn't she mention his name? I mean, you're in therapy, right? Her husband, Russell, Said she spoke of being trapped in a room with two drunken boys. He also said she mentioned Kavanaugh's name and voice concern he might one day ascend to the Supreme Court. So her husband said that. He was a D.C. Circuit judge at the time, D.C. Circuit Court judge. Uh, she said the attack caused her lasting phys- uh, psychological trauma. However, she also said she doesn't remember key elements about the story, including when or how it occurred. Blah, blah. So we went through that, right? So anyway. Um, she said she doesn't remember how gathering the gathering came together the night of the incident. She said she often spent time in the summer at Columbia Country Club Pool in Chevy Chase, Maryland, where in those pre-cell phone days, teenagers learned about gatherings via word of mouth. She also doesn't recall who owned the house or how she got there. Ford said she remembers it was in Montgomery County, not far from the country club, and no parents were home at the time. She named two other teenagers who she said were at the party. Those individuals didn't respond to messages on Sunday morning from the Post. She said she recalls a small family room where she and a handful of others drank beer together that night. She said each person had one beer, but Kavanaugh and the other witness judge started drinking earlier and were heavily intoxicated. Now, let me just tell you real quick one more time, and I told this to you on Friday. The guy that she says was the witness that jumped in between him as Kavanaugh. She says he was on top of me, groping me, trying to get off my clothes. I thought he might kill me. And then this other guy, Judge, the only other guy in the room, jumped on them to get give her a chance to get away. However, this guy, Mark Judge, he's a writer in Washington, D.C., has said and then reiterated over and over, this never happened. This never happened. 
He said in a statement, now that the anonymous person has been identified and has spoken to the press, I repeat my earlier statement that I have no recollection of any of the events described in today's Washington Post article or attributed to her letter. Uh, Before her name was released Sunday, this guy, Mark Judge, strongly denied the incident ever occurred. Quote, it's just absolutely nuts. I never saw Brett act that way. End quote, he told the Weekly Standard. Hmm. And of course, Kavanaugh denies it. So this, this is what happened a long time ago, if you don't remember. And I was just a young child at the time. Just a young child. Um, that happened with Clarence Thomas. Anita Hill. Right before they were going to vote on Clarence Thomas, Anita Hill showed up, started spouting these things. It really is despicable. This has become a circus. This is supposed to be like a big deal. Yeah, the outrage, the yelling, the screaming, the 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 arrest inside the quorum because there were people taken out at least then arrested for yelling and not going by the rules. It was this has been a, just a complete disaster from the get go because the Democrats want it that way. They want chaos. Did this happen during Sotomayor's? Uh, I don't recall any outbursts like this and freakouts or and stuff Ruth like that. Bader Ginsburg. Uh, that was like nine thousand years ago. I, <laughs> Was I even alive back then? Who knows? It's crazy, though. It is absolutely crazy. You can comment if you like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Sure, hear her. And then judge for yourself. Judge for yourself. We have a lot of other things to get to as well, including uh, Kirsten Cinema on the wall. Uh, We also have to get to Ruben Gallego. Arizona, up in Phoenix area, uh, Congressman Ruben Gallego. Uh... Cursing about the Republicans. You got to hear it to believe it. We'll get to all that. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating. Word 641 on this Monday. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. It took six years, but finally six years after Isabel Celis was just missing from her own house. Six years later, a man has been charged in her death and the death of Maribel Gonzalez. Uh, We'll get into that. Six years. This was a crazy case. This is horrific. It's terrible. Uh, He literally apparently broke into her house and and took her. Just took her. Uh, And Mary, he also uh, allegedly murdered Maribel Gonzalez as well. So we'll get into that. Second thing that I think you need to know, Kirsten Sinema. At it again. Now her past is coming out even more. How do the Democrats not know this, by the way? This is not a Hail Mary given to a uh, Democrat like Dianne Feinstein, by the way. She apparently was so against the war, she actually put a handout flyer. She had an anti-war group, Kirsten Sinema did back in the early 2000s. She said that American troops were inflicting terror in Iraq. We were inflicting terror in Iraq and the Middle East. Getting to that third thing, I think you need to know, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser has been named Christy, Christine Blasey Ford, a California professor. She told the Washington Post that This stuff happened, but she doesn't have very good memories of it. Can't remember where the party was, how many people got there. But she does remember, 35 years later, never told anybody, but now, 35 years later, that Brett Kavanaugh jumped on top of her and tried to have his way with her by groping her and stuff like that and grinding on her at a high school party. He denies it. The one witness in the room, the one witness, said that never happened either. Doesn't matter. Democrats held on to this until the last possible moment. This is really disgusting and despicable. Three things I think you need to know. So, let's play Ruben Gallego real fast before we get into the Kirsten Cinema stuff. Ruben Gallego. I, ha- I just put this video on my page at KNST.com. I'll stick it on Facebook in a little bit. Ruben Gallego. This is hilarious. Well, I'll tell you where this took place. 
what kind of an event this was after you hear, but it took place on Saturday. It was for the Maricopa County Democratic Party. And he wanted to brag, apparently, how great and how awesome the Democrats are going to do in the midterms. And he is a nutty, nutty congressman. He was a state lawmaker. I'll never forget the town hall that John McCain had in Oro Valley five or six years ago. Ruben Gallego came down to it, sat in the front row, raising his question like the annoying kids in class. Ooh, and he took questions. And he actually asked McCain if there can be some kind of a transport system between the border, yes, down by the border, through the desert so people wouldn't have to die crossing it. That we could, we could just pay for this and transport the people, like catching a trolley or a bus or a streetcar, and just, you know, get them safely across the border illegally. He actually said that. And McCain actually called on him. Anyway, this is what he told the crowd Saturday. Here we go. Guys, guys, and ladies, we are less than 60 days from totally kicking the out of the Republican nation. Nice. Nice. I'm not just talking in the blue districts. I'm not just talking the fighting 28 where they're always fighting. I'm talking we're going to win here in Chandler. We're going to win Oro Valley. We're going to win in Chino Valley. We're going to win in the Hesa Valley. We are going to win and turn this state blue. Do you believe in that? Because I certainly do. So every day we are out there, we have to fight. We mm. have to fight because Republicans are cowards. Mm. And they're going to continue to be cowards. We have to fight because it's only us that will fight for everyday Americans. So 60 days. It's very civil. The chorus is getting in there early on this Monday. Cowards, huh? How are we cowards? I don't understand that. Mm. You know, the Republicans are actually, he's not wrong. The Republicans are cowards. They don't have the guts to actually build the wall, to fund it, mm. get it going. In, in that way, he's right. I, I don't understand his reasoning, though, about the whole coward thing. I don't, I don't get it. But there's Ruben Gallego. Uh, did I mention, by the way, oh, is there, do we have a shortened version? Play, play just the beginning one more time when he says he's going to kick the bleep. Yeah, is that the shortened one? Oh, no. Kirsten. Okay, good. Play, play that one. Here we go. Guys, guys, and ladies, we are less than 60 days from totally kicking the out of the Republicans. Yes, wait a minute. Okay, that's it. Now, if a Republican said he was going to kick the bleep out of a Democrat, it'd be like the lead story, and this is just not acceptable. How can they do this? I don't get it, blah, blah, blah. In the honor of John McCain, how can you say things like this? You know, but never it'll never be this way. Did I mention that this was a unity event? A unity event. Yep, that was a unity event. Remember, he said that Trump was a psychopath months ago. And he's the one that threatened immigration officials. You will not be safe if you deport Americans. I'm sorry, what American has been deported? Well, I heard that there were agents along the border thinking that people that are Americans are here illegally deporting them and stuff because of a random report in the Washington Post that turned out not to be true. There's actually a lot of fraud when it comes to documents and people using documents to claim they're here legally, and they're investigating them. But he literally threatened, this guy literally threatened, I'm not kidding, literally threatened government workers. You will not be safe. He tweeted that out. If you are a U.S. government official and you are deporting Americans, be warned. When the worm turns, you will not be safe because you were just following orders. You do, it's trying to make them into Nazis that way. You do not have to take part in illegal acts ordered by this president's administration. There is crazy Ruben Gallego right there. He also said the Republicans' health care plan 
would actually kill people. It would kill people. Well, don't use that one, I guess. Well, he said it would kill. <laughs> this is May of last year. He said, Paul Ryan's plan, everything else, they have no morals on health care. Republicans' health care bill would kill people, and Democrats should not be civil with them. Not be civil. Quote, this is a new time in politics where people are just blatantly lying and essentially producing policies that are going to kill people. Do we have this one? In the, we might have this one. Can you see if we have this one? The uh, Ruben Gallego? Yeah. Because um, it's one thing for me to read it, another thing for him to actually say it. So he said, this is a new time in politics where people are just blatantly lying and essentially producing policies that are going to kill people. So I think the old time of civility needs to go until we actually go back to the rules. Hmm. Um, regret yelling. Play, play another one. Play, play the regret yell. Doesn't regret yelling. Apparently, he was yelling fifty. He was, he was yelling. Let's just play this one real. This is a long time ago. I guess let's hear this go. Uh, I was near the chamber when someone yelled "baby killer." Oh, uh, you know, someone yelled "you lie" at President Obama when he was in the chamber. Uh, with that in light, I mean, have, have you have you thought about that yesterday? Do you stand by that? Was that a good decision? Well, what a bad, what's a really bad decision is the fact that 24 million people are going to lose, lose health insurance. Uh, you know, what's a really bad decision okay, is that we, we're going to we, make decisions So we'll talk about that, but so you, don't regret, you don't regret yelling, basically. No, okay. no, no. Okay. This, is a, this is a new time in politics where people are just blatantly lying. Yep. I knew I had it. Essentially producing policies are going to kill people. So I think uh, the old time of civility needs to go until we actually go back to the rules. It's a new time. Anarchy, anarchy, anarchy. There you go. It's a new time. 6.50. We'll come back to Ruben Gallego later. What more can be said, though? But again, this is the ultimate in civility. The Democrats, they care. They this, they that. They know how to act and be. And Trump's the worst. And you get this, this freaking guy. Oh, this guy. We'll get to Kirsten Cinema coming up. Because she tries to explain the whole idea. I, I had nothing really to do with that organization that I was a leader of. Saying that American troops were inflicting terror. I swear. Can't make it up. That's coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. Chandelier, huh? What? Chandelier. It's what yeah. I'm like, really? So our 13 month old can take a bath in style. <laughs> She's thinking about it, and I'm like, do I have to worry about that now, too? You know, as soon as one does, they all do. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Get a stimulating bathroom. Uh, three things, I, as we're adults, three <laughs> things I think you need to know. Number one uh, is after six years, finally, someone has been charged in the death of Isabel Celis. Also, you can't forget about Maribel Gonzalez. She was also murdered, and apparently this one guy, Christopher Matthew Clements, is being charged with these crimes, and he has committed crimes across the country. Across the country. So uh, it has been a strange case, a very sad case, and uh, hopefully the person that has done this is this guy, and and, and if he's, he'll face the consequences. Second thing. <laughs> That I think you need to know. Sorry, I coffee and uh, and protein bar. Second thing that I think you need to leave me alone. Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten Cinema. Last week the story came out that Kirsten Cinema, when she was in the legislature eleven years ago here, 
fought to try to protect adults that got caught paying for sex with child prostitutes. What if they didn't know they were under 18? Can't really blame them for it, can you? Now, apparently, she led efforts. She led groups. Anti-war groups back in 02, 03. This area, she led them, and they had events where they handed out flyers depicting our military as skeletons that are afflicting American terror in the Middle East. And she wants to be senator. Holy smoke. A lot different than what her commercials sound like, right? That's why you can't trust those things. Third thing I think you need to know is the Brett Kavanaugh accuser has come out publicly. The Washington Post had the story. Christine Blasey Ford, a California professor who wore a uh, something resembling a P-hat, the V-hat, but for her brain, the pink thing, protesting Trump's environmental policies. Isn't that nice? Claims 35 years ago, Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her. He got on top of her at a high school party and they were all drunk and was groping her and the one person in the room saved her, but the one person in the room, Mark judges his name, says this never happened. This is absolutely nuts. So the one witness, no. And Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein has had this letter with this information since July and held on to it. If they were so worried, why not why not bring it up? If if she was so worried about this woman being a victim, and apparently she didn't realize this, didn't tell anybody until 2012 when she had couples therapy, why didn't she come out and say anything back in July? Three things I think you need to know. We'll get into that as well. All right. So, Kirsten Cinema. We've gone through this. If you're just tuning in, yes, this 2003 anti-war group. She was listed as the contact for this over and over and over. There were flyers going back to 2003 where she was an anti-war person, you name it. She has every right to be anti-war. I get it. She could be a protester, blah, blah, blah. But again, what she is doing, what she is today, what she, what she projects is nothing of what she actually is. So Kirsten Cinema, and I'll give CNN credit for this. They actually came out with this story. It says here from CNN, Cinema's time organizing anti-war rallies highlights her how her views have shifted since the early 2000s. Have they? Have they really shifted? She won't take any credit or say maybe I was wrong or anything like that. There are flyers that are available through an internet wayback machine. It's an internet archive wayback machine. It's literally what it's called, web.archive.org. And the flyers that were found there promoted an event back in February of 03. An anti-war rally organized by Local to Global Justice, an anti-war group that Kirsten Cinema co-founded. She was referred to as a leading organizer and sponsor of the anti-Iraq war rally in different news reports, you name it. And she's, she's listed over and over and over again as the point of contact for the event. Right? Yet, they claim that she had nothing to do with the flyers themselves. Yeah. It wasn't her choice. Her spokesperson said, Kirsten didn't approve or design the flyers at the time. She was the point of contact. She was the co-founder. You name it. You don't think she had a hand in that? So one event said, you can help push us, you can help push us back. You can help us push back U.S. terror in Iraq and the Middle East. And there was a cartoon depicting a group of protesters striving to halt the progress of three skeletons, one dressed as a soldier, 
another dressed in a top hat holding a dollar bill, and another dressed in a suit. The flyer listed the website for Kirsten Cinema's group and an email of a local anarchist group that also participated. Teaming up with anarchists. Kirsten Cinema. You know what sucks? You may have thought, I can't vote for Martha McSally. I just can't do it. I don't trust her. I don't blah, 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 blah. This is making you want to vote for her because as bad as Martha is, and she's, who knows where she's coming from, right? This is even worse. Another flyer urges action against Bush and his fascist imperialist war. A cartoon in the flyer says, government is slavery. Its laws are cobwebs for the rich and chains of steel for poor. And the flyer contained the email for a local anarchist group that was a rally co-sponsor. That was So they were on, the, on, on her organization's flyer that she co-founded. A third flyer from her organization said, speak out against the war. Stop the oil-garchy. They had a large group of trumpets standing in the path of an oncoming American tank with a bodiless pair of eyes and a helmet poking out of the top. The flyer listed Kirsten Cinema's personal email at the time for the contact. Yeah. Kirsten Cinema also spoke at the rally, according to ASU student newspaper, which quoted her as the organizer of the rally. She said, let peace rule, according to the paper. She was listed as the point of contact for a pre-rally event to make protest signs. She was listed, again, as the contact. Hey, Kirsten, I I just saw your thing. I hate the war. I want to make protest signs. All right, I'm Kirsten. Come join me. I'll be blah, blah, blah. The website for the event highlights signs from past events, including Born to Kill, Born to Drill. My president is a psychopath. No oligarchy. We burn stuff, which was written on an American flag. And who elected this effer? which is a curse. So that happened in about 03 in 2004. She did a uh, interview with a local media up in Phoenix. And she said the war was about American access to oil. Oil Garky, get it quote. So this is not about the United States doing the right and moral thing by toppling an evil dictator. She said, this is more about the United States having access to the oil and the power and control and world stature that it's seeking. It's not about the individuals in Iraq. Huh. Crazy stuff. So it's not about it. So Kirsten, where's the oil? Remember Trump when he was running? He's like, why can't we get the oil? If we did so much, why can't we get the oil? Kirsten's going back and forth on things. And again, running from her past, running from her past. This story's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Comment, see it, you name it. It's all there for you. This can't be good. This can't be good, right? Not for her. Now, what does Kirsten Cinema think about the wall? Let's play the long one first. 114. Kirsten Cinema on Fox News yesterday. Apparently, they had a sit down on Fox News. Kirsten and Martha, town hall, blah, blah, blah. Snooze fest. Except, you know, here's a highlight. This might be the only thing that makes. That, that is good. And, of course, if you missed it, you missed probably Martha speaking in an uptick. I really think it's good that we have uh, some law and order on the border. That's what she says. 114 Kirsten Cinema. Here's the Fox News question. I wanted to keep it in there so you get the context. From Harris Faulkner, here we go. 
In 2006, Democrats voted for 700 miles of border fencing. In fact, then-Senator Barack Obama said it would help stem the tide of illegal immigration. Whoa. You recently voted for a budget bill that had money for the wall. That's right. But at the same time, you said that it was a waste of taxpayer money. So which is it? Are you for the wall or not? That's a good question. So I think the physical barrier is part of, but not the entire solution that we need to ensure border security in Arizona. So right now, we do have a wall in some parts of Arizona's border, but not in other areas. So when I voted in 2017 to include border wall funding, that made sense. But I called for additional funding to do the other work we need to do to secure our border. Hmm. As someone who was born and raised right here in Arizona, in fact, in southern Arizona near the border, I've seen firsthand what we need to do. We should have money for drones, night vision cameras, towers, and more boots on the ground so we can actually interdict hmm. the bad guys who are smuggling in guns and people and engaging in really dangerous trafficking. So we really got to put all this together. My concern about just funding a border wall is it's an 18th century solution to a 21st century problem. I'm sorry, what was the answer that she gave? Because she was going back and forth. Uh, and can you have a more scripted answer? You know how many times she practiced that? Does it not sound like it's been rehearsed a thousand times? You know, they're going to ask you this, Kirsten. You can't piss off the Democratic base. But you have to sound somewhat reasonable to the Republican base that might not like Martha. So let's come up with a, a statement in the middle. I mean, that was just like the biggest gobbledygook answer I've ever heard in my entire life. So she says it's not just about the wall. When did Trump ever say it's just about the wall, by the way? Can you play just that last, I, th I think 115, just that last part, though, because she sounds very Sheriff Napier-ish, doesn't she? Sheriff Napier said the wall is a medieval problem uh, or medieval solution to a modern problem. That's what it is. This is what Kirsten Cinema said. My concern about just funding a border wall is it's an 18th century solution to a 21st century problem. <clears throat> you know, migration and, and other people's invading other countries has been happening for centuries. Mm-hmm. Look at China. What'd they build? Great Wall. When? Look look what look what Hungary is doing. <laughs> what are they doing? Hungary, as recently as last year, they were getting uh, just overrun with migrants and everything. You know what they built? Hmm. Giant chain link fences with barbed wire on top and troops on the border. Hmm. And it got the illegal immigration in Hungary down to zero. Zero. So there's that. So uh, Kirsten Cinema. Which way is, and, and it's, I don't want to say which way is she going because that's literally what she's uh -huh. about too. Now there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying it's just, it's there, okay? So you hear that and you say, what exactly is going on here? I mean, she, she sounds so, you have that, you, you hear, she sounds so scripted, so, so polished politician. She sounds, she's the only person who sounds more scripted than Martha McSally. This is faith, what we have to faith, choose from. Faith, yeah, faith. this is what we have to choose. Here in Arizona, this is what we're stuck with. Ugh. You can comment, 880-KNST, 880-5678. She almost sounds reasonable, almost, until I tell you about the things she's done in her past. Which Kirsten is it? And if she would just step up and say, you know what, I was wrong about this, and I was blah, 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 but they're never going to do it, just like Martha won't do it. Never. I know, I know, I know. 
So uh, there you go. That's Kirsten Cinema for you. We have much more to talk about. Can't uh, ever admit they're wrong. No. You wonder why? Why, though? Why can't they admit they're wrong? Yeah. You think maybe it's just like a gender thing? They, they, they just don't thing? want people to know about it. They don't want it to be a story. No, it's a gender thing. That's you. That's not me. I'm not even going there. <laughs> but they, they can't admit that they're wrong. Another guy that can't admit he's wrong is Jeff Flake. Oh, gender thing. boy. Oh, boy. Jeff Flake. Not on the gender thing. Jeff Flake. You hear what he's doing about trying to mess with the Trump on the Supreme Court pick now? This Kavanaugh, the information's out. What a hypocrite. We'll get to that coming up as well. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk, in name only, of course, that rips Trump 24-7. I'll fit in with you. I'll give you perspective. I'll do it all. Yeah. Hire me, hire me, hire me. Brett Kavanaugh, again, being accused by this woman of doing something 35 years ago, but she doesn't remember where it happened, how she got there. Um, details, the only witness in the room has denied that it actually happened. Like, that's the biggest thing. The one person that was there as a witness said, I was in the room. This never happened. Doesn't matter. Jeff Flake says, you know what? We need to find out more about these allegations. We should not vote. I oppose voting quickly, which is this Thursday. It was originally supposed to happen Thursday. Supposed to vote for Kavanaugh Thursday. No, I'm opposing this vote. I'm opposing the vote. I don't I don't think we should do this right now. Did Jeff Flake ever bring up anything about the slush fund for members of Congress when they get accused of sexually harassing or physically harassing or anything, uh, any kind of harassment toward any kind of person, staff member, you name it, that they get paid off with taxpayer money, organized by Congress, by the way? They said, let's get this fund. And then on top of that, the legal legal bills paid for by taxpayers as well. Did Jeff Flake ever oppose that? Of course not. The slime ball. Flat out slime ball. This guy is such a kook. You know, I'd like to say so many things that I can't say on the radio about Jeff Flake. You know who else, by the way, is saying, you know, I think we should, uh, I think we should hold off on this vote. Another never Trumper. Bob Corker. Little Bobby Corker. Little Bobby. We need to find out more information. Instead of saying, why didn't. Diane Feinstein, if Diane Feinstein cared so much about this woman, why not hand this informo- information over in July when you had it? I mean, it could still go to a vote. Don't get me wrong. But what if Jeff Flake votes no? You don't think he could do it in honor of John McCain? McCain said, I'll continue with Obamacare. Screw you, Trump. I'll do the same. This is insane. You know what this is, by the way? This is called the Democrats. They are crazy. Well, how can you say the Democrats are crazy? guy? Because they are okay with this. They are causing chaos. What other person would want to be the next Supreme Court justice, right? Would you want to drag your family through all this stuff? They are trying to make it as if someone's going to say, you know what, to me, I love the country. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it to me. Uh, there's more on this coming up. That guess, I, I, guess what? I got the radical background information about this woman. I'm not, maybe it did happen. I don't know. Of course, there's breaking news. I just got an alert from, from, uh, from Fox News. Alert to my phone. Brett Kavanaugh dismisses sexual assault allegations as, quote, completely false, end quote. So, this lady, you know the background of her? And what her lawyer said? Oh, wait till you find out. That's coming up in five right now. Here's Fox. You tell her that. 740, Gary Lewis with you. KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, after six years, Isabella Sellis, remember that name? This poor girl was kidnapped from her home, apparently. A man has been charged 
in her murder, kidnapping and murder. He also has been charged in Maribel Gonzalez's murder as well. Uh, this guy has committed crimes across the country. He is a sex offender. Uh, apparently, he broke into the, the house and literally just took Isabel. Awful. What a, it was a strange, sad case. Second thing that I think you need to know, Kirsten Cinema. Once again, another controversy about Democratic Senate candidate Kirsten Cinema, And she's trying to run from it. But apparently she was, we know she was an anti-war protester back in the early 2000s, and she was the head of uh, certain anti-war groups that created flyers that depicted American soldiers as skeletons and said that those American soldiers inflicted terror throughout Iraq and the Middle East. So our soldiers inflicted the terror. Nice, right? Yeah. Third thing I think you need to know, Brett Kavanaugh, this accuser, she's come out, she told the Washington Post, this is who I am. This happened 35 years ago. I never told anybody about it until a 2012 therapy session with my husband and a counselor. Uh, and I swear this is happening. Of course, the one person that was there as a witness, Mark judges his name, has said this never happened. This is absolutely nuts. Diane Feinstein held on to this information. She got it in July from this lady. And we'll get into this, this uh, woman's background. She's a, Calif- she's a Palo Alto University professor. Uh, she hates Trump. Hates Trump a lot. She's an activist. And and uh, Diane Feinstein held on to it since July and didn't come out with it until now because there's supposed to be a vote on Thursday. And Trump hating Arizona Senator Jeff Flake can't leave fast enough. He says he's against voting on Thursday. What a dolt. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, let's start with Becky real quick before I tell you about the background of this lady. Becky, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hi. Better turn my radio down. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good, Becky. Good, good. What's going on? We're just short on time, Becky. Go ahead. Okay, real quick. I just want to say how frustrated I am about this and Brett Kavanaugh. Um, I was originally a Democrat, and I left the Democrat Party because of Clinton and all his crap. And I usually vote for whoever it is. But if they really think we're stupid about this Brett Kavanaugh, they've got something coming. This lady was part of the Me Too. She's from California. She's a professor. Diane Feinstein's um, involved in it. And the lawyer that's representing her went against Paula Jones. Do you yes. think we are stupid? For me, I think she's taking one for the team. You think that's what it is, huh? They, I mean, oh, and, yeah. and you know what? They're that crazy where they'd actually do that. Let's find somebody that's willing to say this and do this so that we can win. Because they're, they're that nuts. They are that nuts. So it was They the- are. And, and it's just it's frustrating because people who have been a victim, they are discounting those. Yeah. All because they hate the president so bad that they will do anything, anything to ruin a man's reputation, and they don't care how and why they do it. Disagree. Hate a person. I don't care. But don't ruin someone's reputation to get back at somebody else. That's just wrong. Yep, it is. Uh, Becky? Thank you. So, Bill, hey, real quick, Bill Clinton is the one that made you all, all of a sudden say, I need to go uh, away from the Democratic Party? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was one for when I first registered at 18 years old. And when all that stuff came out about him, I left because I thought, if you're going to support someone like that, I don't support you. Now, what about the people that would say, well, Trump isn't very different? I mean, he didn't do it when he was president or in the Oval Office. Yeah, but he, but he didn't womanizer. rape people. He didn't molest people. He hadn't been doing it for years. His mm-hmm. was consensual sex. There's a difference between consensual sex and rape. And you don't and you don't care that maybe he did this while he was married. 
that's I do, but that's not what we elected him for. I'm not a go. huge Trump fan, but I'm a huge economy and our world turning around, and he's doing that. And they're just making me more and more wanting to go toward him is because of what they're doing. They're and just It's having the opposite effect on me. Very interesting. Becky, I really appreciate your perspective, and thank you so much for listening. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Take care. I'm glad she said that. See there's a reason I ask these questions because when you see polls, if you want to believe them or not, they'll ask people, are you a fan of Trump? You heard her. She is over this situation with Brett Kavanaugh. She, she sees the BS behind it. And she said, she's still not a big Trump fan, but she loves the job that he is doing. Cause people ask that pollsters know what to do to skew public opinion. What do you think of Trump? Someone like her would say, I don't like Trump. And will they ask about, what do you think of the job he's doing? Probably not. Maybe not. She loves the economy on fire. The world is getting back to the way it should be. I think that's why the, and I could be wrong, but I think that's why the midterms are going to be a lot different than what the media thinks because, well, again, they were wrong. Very, very, very wrong when it, when it happened in 2016, right? So, okay, 880-KNST, 880-5678. The background about this lady real quick. I've seen this reported a couple of times. Apparently, this woman, who is now accusing Brett Kavanaugh of all this stuff 35 years ago, this Palo Alto University professor, she she has scrubbed her social media. Christine Blasey, she has scrubbed her social media. Why would you scrub your social media? Can you imagine the things that she wrote about Trump on her social media? Remember, she also apparently loves science, hates Trump. She hates the fact that Trump does not believe people cause global warming, everything else, blah, blah, blah. So instead of wearing a pea hat or a vagina hat, she had a party and it was reported on the San Jose Mercury News. She put on a knit hat to look like a brain. So they said, well, because women marched with a pea hat because they said, we don't want Trump to take our, <clears throat> you know, Vs. So they drove, you can't have our peas. You can't take, now she's saying you can't take our brains. Same kind of a thing. She has donated in the past to the Democratic National Committee, this woman who's accusing Kavanaugh. She's donated to the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. She's donated to Friends of Bernie Sanders. And I can't say this enough, she has scrubbed her social media before these allegations came out, right? Scrubbed it. Now, let me ask you this, too. I am not a woman. But if you're a woman and you are accused... I'm saying certain aspects, I'm, you know, but yeah, but no, 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 I'm not really a woman. So, shut up, Ryan. If you were a woman and you were sexually assaulted and you told someone about it, said, I was sexually assaulted, you need to bring this to light, this guy needs to pay the price, blah, blah, blah. If the person you told said, thank you for telling me, I'm going to hold on to this for two months before I tell anybody, would you be okay with that? Because that's what Diane Feinstein did. Diane Feinstein held it. What sexual assault victim? Because she claims that, you know, when in high school, 35 years ago, he was drunk and he got on top of her, grinded her, groped her until this one witness knocked them off. And the witness said this never actually happened. Small detail when the one witness says this never happened, right? Guy named Mark Judge. But if a woman was a victim of sexual assault and she said it took a lot for me to come out and say this, I've lived with this for a long time. I'm telling you, and the person you tell says, thank you, I'm going to hold on to this until we need it. Would you say, 
No, get it out there now. What do you do? So I'm pretty sure that any victim of any crime would say, why would you not say this right away? That's where there's even more BS about this, isn't there? So remember, she said that the only reason this sec- this assault stopped was when this other person, Mark Judge, got in between them and jumped on them to knock Kavanaugh off. And again, this guy Judge says, this never actually happened. He said, this is insane. What is the exact terminology he used? I have it written down here. Uh, he called it, quote, absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. We'll get into what her lawyer said, because her lawyer was asked, do you guys happy what Diane Feinstein did and how she's handling this? Wait till you hear the answer. Oh, yeah, don't go anywhere. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, yes, hello. It's Monday. It's 8.07. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. You have a good weekend? Everything good? Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one, uh, after six years, the Isabel Sellis case, finally somebody has been charged. Uh, a, uh, a piece of garbage, 36-year-old guy that's a sex offender that has committed crimes across the country, is being charged with murdering, kidnapping Isabel Sellis. Same thing with Maribel Gonzalez. It was a strange, sad case, what has happened there. You know, people were accusing family, and it, family was acting weird. I mean, it's it's just awful what happened. It's absolutely awful, right? Second thing that I think you need to know, Kirsten Cinema, Democratic candidate for Senate, Kirsten Cinema. More dirt's coming out about her nutty past. Back in the early 2000s, she was the co-founder of a big anti-war group that handed out flyers for events with anarchist groups. You name it, make anti-war signs. One of the flyers... Uh, that her group that she co-founded passed out had our military as skeletons saying that U.S. soldiers, U.S. military inflicted terror through Iraq and the Middle East. So she called our military terrorists. We were inflicting terror throughout Iraq and the Middle East. That's Kirsten Cinema, who is trying to hide from that and run from that faster than Martha McSally hides from her hate of uh, Donald Trump. Third thing, I think you need to know. By the way, I have that story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. It's there. I tweeted it as well. Third thing, I think you need to know. Brett Kavanaugh's accuser. Uh, she publicized herself in the Washington Post. She is a, uh, a professor at Palo Alto University. She claims she was assaulted by him 35 years ago at a high school party. The one witness in the room, a guy named Mark Judge, said this never happened. This is absolutely nuts. Never happened. She says she never told anybody about it until a 2012 therapy session with her husband and a counselor. She told Diane Feinstein back in July. Feinstein sat on this until Friday or Thursday. That's it. She sat on it. Literally just sat on it. Way to help a victim, huh? Of course, this woman also uh, scrubbed her social media to hide anything from the past. Uh, She wore her own version of a pee hat with a brain hat to protest Trump. She signed a resolution uh, protesting Trump's immigration policy. She just hates Trump. And her attorney is part of the resistance. Three things I think you need to know. All right, 880-KNST, 880-5678. It really is incredible what is going on here with with this this accuser. Uh, Her name, Christine Ford. 
Christine Ford. Again, why is it being downplayed that the one person that was a witness to this, the one person that was a witness, said this never happened? Why is that? Before we get to your calls, one second, we will. We are going to do it. I want you to hear her attorney this morning. Throw me up over there real quick. On CNN with um, with Allison Camerata. And Allison Camerata asked a pretty good question about witnesses and things like that and blah, blah, blah. And listen to this. Here we go. So while we have you, perhaps you can help us fill in the blanks on some the of attorney her, for her story. Um, she was, says that she was at a party in probably 1982 in Montgomery County, Maryland. She says that there were four guys there. These are high school students, as was she. There were four guys there. Were there any girls there that day? Yes, there was, uh, there was another girl uh, at this party, yes. And has your client spoken to any of those other guys or that girl who could help corroborate her story? She has not. And why not? Is it time to do that? That's... That's not her job to do that. If this is going to be investigated, it should be done by investigators. So nobody else can corroborate it. The one person that was in the room, because again, poor, apparently four guys at the party, another girl at the party, I guess six people overall, in the bedroom where this alleged incident occurred, according to her, Kavanaugh was on top of her, groping this, that, and this other guy, Mark Judge, jumped on them to kind of knock Kavanaugh off, according to her. Of course, this Mark Judge guy has released multiple statements saying, this never happened. He said, this is absolutely, what is it? Nuts. That's the word he used. This is absolutely nuts. The only person that was in the room said it didn't happen. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Are we past this? And by the way, how many Republicans between Jeff Flake, Bob Corker, some of the uh, the, the chicks, Murkowski, Collins, uh, oh, well, we don't know about this. Now, it's amazing how quickly they jump ship, these swamp monsters, isn't it? Uh, because it's still way too PC, right? Way too PC. By the way, when all the rumors about Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer and all these other actors and actresses, all these Hollywood people who are friends with these Democratic lawmakers, they ignored the rumors of them and they stood by them until it became too obvious. There's literally no evidence in this Kavanaugh case. And let me ask you the most important question before we get to your calls. If you were a victim of anything, let alone sexual assault, and you tell a person that's an authority figure about the sexual assault and about the attacker, and that person says, thanks for telling me, I'm going to hold on to this until we need to use it. Would you be okay with that? Because exactly what Dianne Feinstein did. Dianne Feinstein got this letter in July. This woman sent a letter to Dianne Feinstein in July. And Feinstein did nothing except, well, release it five days ago. Last th- on Thursday. That's when she did it. Five days ago. Wouldn't you be mad if you're like, I'm a victim. Why are you playing politics with this? I'm a victim. I want justice. Nothing, right? Nothing. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's go to Bruce. Bruce, welcome to KNST. What's up, Bruce? Thank you, Garrett. Hey, um, well, two things. I, I think these will go hand in hand. I mean, with the whole Brett Kavanaugh case, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, uh, I asked myself, really? I mean, I, I, I agree, because if I, if I was a victim, you know, I would want something to be done about it if, you know, but I mean, 
35 years she's bringing this up now? I mean, it's like, okay, what happened at that particular moment? I mean, if you, if you felt that bad, I mean, my, my thought process, I mean, granted, you know, I am a guy, you know, I mean, probably, you know, with misogynistic attitude and everything else, but that's either here or there. <laughs> I, I mean, but, you know, if, if you were truly affected by it and you were really, and if it was really something that bad, I mean, you, you would go, go and tell somebody, I mean, all of a sudden now, 35 years later, you know, Oh, he did this to me. Okay. Why did it take you this long to say something? You know, again, again, hang on I a second, mean, hang on a second, slow down. Cause she said that in 2012, she had a therapy meeting with a psychologist and her husband. And that's when it came out. But here's the thing. If my wife all of a sudden said to me, you know, years and years and years ago, I was sexually assaulted at this party. I'd be pissed as a husband. I'd be mad. I'd say, you know what? We're going to take action. We're going to make sure this person uh, pays the price. And if my wife's like, no, I just want to move on. That's one thing. But she's not. This one is not moving on. She wrote a letter. She wants the. She wants to said to tell people about her alleged experience, even though she can't prove it. So if my wife said, yeah. no, hang on, if my, if my wife said, you know what? Let's go do something. And my wife tells an authority figure like a senator or whatever it might be. And that person tells my wife and me, thank you for telling me this. I'm going to hold on to it for two months. July 30th is when the, when the, the letter happened. Six plus weeks ago. And I'm, I'm going to be like, why are you going to hold on to this? You're playing politics with my mm-hmm. wife and what happened to her? Wouldn't you do the same thing? Wouldn't you be upset? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, def- definitely, Garrett. I would. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, w- I agree with you 100%. And what... And what it ties in, what it ties into, I mean, it just goes to show you how far the left, I mean, you know, as you know, with the senators and everybody that you mentioned, I mean, it just goes to show you how crazy and just the, the, the hatred that, that, the, that all the politicians have for President Trump. And um, what really, and this is something that really surprises me, I mean, is I have never seen in my entire life, I have never seen so many books written about one president. I mean, it's one thing it's one thing to write a biography and say, "Oh, the life of you know President so and so," or mm-hmm. it's one thing to see one or two. But I have never seen so many books about uh, just about President Trump. You know, I mean, it's like when you try to talk when you try to talk with somebody. It's like okay, you know, and then someone says, "Oh, I hate President Trump." Okay, well, why is that? Oh, he, I just hate him. Okay, well, you got you got to give me more than that. You know, why exactly do you hate? Oh, he's a misogynistic. He's this and that. It's like, okay, but what about the? You know, and then when you point out the facts of the economy Mm -hmm. that you know there are more jobs being created. I mean, when you start pointing out facts, they're like, well, no, I still hate him. It's like, (laughs) you know. Or, or they'll bring up, oh, well, he had an affair with, with, with you know, he, you know, uh, when that tape came out with him saying the things that he said, you know, it's like, okay, you know, his personal life, I don't, I mean, you know, it is what it is, you know, but as far as him being president, you know, that's, that's what I'm concerned about. I mean, granted, his personal life, with all due respect, you know, is not the best. I mean, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And we know this. We knew it going in. What, what are some of the most honorable presidents we've ever had? I mean, what, you, Washington, Lincoln, that might be it. Well, you know, t- to, be on, to, to be honest, Gary, <laughs> this is from the research that I've done. The only, the only other two presidents that I think that were actually best for this country were, Ken, were John Kennedy and Ronald Reagan. The reason why yeah. I say Kennedy is because he was, at, I mean, in my opinion, he was an honest Democrat. I mean, you know, he. Re- I think he truly cared about. He truly cared about his about the people. 
Um, I mean, and it's a shame how it's a shame how he went out. He and cut I, taxes, and why I, but but you know what? The thing about Kennedy is that he's the one that got uh, government workers unionized, and he wanted to do it for votes. They all have a little thing here and there. He wanted yeah, to make sure I, he had that. Hang on, real real quick. So, what's your reaction to all this Kavanaugh stuff? I mean, are you just over it? You know, it's like you know. To be honest, Gary, it's like you know what? I mean, I go I go two ways about it. You know, it's like. I feel bad on one hand because it's like, okay, you know, but I mean, it, it was high school. I mean, that doesn't I mean, make it okay. You, that doesn't make it okay. But again, I mean, the you know, only person right. that was there said it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, if that'd be the case, just, you know, obviously if someone's saying that it never happened, you mm-hmm. know, move on. Yep. I move on. Thank you very much, Bruce. I appreciate the phone call. 819 on KNST, AIM 790. And that's why I think here are the main points, and this is the media is not going to have. Okay, they're not going to say this stuff. They're not going to talk about or question why Dianne Feinstein didn't come out with this as soon as she got it. That's a big deal, right? How could she not come out with it? Did she not care about the victim? Was she only caring about politics? And let me just, if you missed it, let me just get you up to speed. The Senate Judiciary Chairman, Republican Senator Charles Grassley, Chuck Grassley, good old Chuck, right, was disgusted by this. He said it was disturbing to see these accusations come forward before the scheduled committee vote on September 20th. Now, remember, she got these this letter July 30th. Grassley put out a statement. Instead, they said nothing, meaning the Democrats, during two joint phone calls with the nominee in August, four days of lengthy public hearings, a closed session for all committee members with the nominee where sensitive topics can be discussed and in more than 1,300 written questions. Grassley said 65 senators met individually with Judge Kavanaugh during a nearly two-month period before the hearing began. Yet Feinstein didn't share this with her colleagues ahead of many of those discussions. So he said, I'm raising questions about the tactics and motives of Democrats. No kidding. I wish they'd get tougher, right? Democrats play dirty. Trump's the only one that answers back in the same way, and that's what needs to happen. That's just the way it is. I mean, Mike, how can you say you're the party of women when you don't really care about the women? You only care about the politics. She held on to this letter for six weeks before revealing it just for political purposes. And there's nothing to it. Nothing. I'll get to her attorney. I'll get to more of your calls. Please do not go anywhere. A lot of people want to talk. I get it. I do, too. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk oh yes 828 gary lewis with you knst am 792 sounds most stimulating talk going to be 100 degrees today could have some rain and thunderstorms wednesday with a high in the low 90s same thing thursday and friday but those are days from now so everything could change because you are responsible for global warming or something speaking of that again the video on my page at knst.com weather channel guy caught fake news fake wind uh, doing a live report, acting as if the wind was about to knock him over from the hurricane, when all of a sudden two dudes just walk by him casually. Also, video up on my page at KNST.com, Congressman Ruben Gallego, the nut that actually threatened, uh, he threatened immigration agents, government agents, ICE agents, border agents, you name it, right? Last month, if you keep going with this, when the worm turns, you'll pay the price. He was at an event for, in Maricopa County where he uh, wanted to kick the bleep out of Republicans. Yep, kick the bleep out of Republicans. Nice guy, huh? Very civil. Those videos on my page, we'll play them again in a little bit. KNST.com, I'll stick them on my Facebook page as well. Let's go to uh, uh, Dennis. Dennis, welcome to KNST. Hi, Dennis. 
Good morning, Brett. Uh, Who? Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I, I, my comments are predicated on 33 years as a middle school or high school principal, and I'm here telling you if this actually occurred, uh, this this girl, if it's as egregious and serious as she's claiming now, she would have told someone in authority, a parent, a school official, and at the very least she would have told a girlfriend. I guarantee it. And these people have not come forward. And, you know, so that leaves, there is a big credibility gap here, uh, not to mention the fact that I just learned that uh, Brett Kavanaugh's mom, who is the judge, um, was tried a case involving this girl's parents as far as foreclosure. Really? So she's got it. That's what I'm reading. I don't know how true that is. Where are you reading? But, I'm going to Google that. That's, uh, you know, that would give her motivation to hold this little nugget, uh, you know, true or not true. Well, remember, remember, she said that she was traumatized by this, didn't say anything to anybody until a... Uh, a couple's therapy session in 2012, yeah. So didn't tell anybody. And the reason she said she's coming forward now, she says it's her civic responsibility. It's outweighing her anguish and terror about retaliation. Yeah, that's book BS. Excuse me, I'll clean it up. That's okay, that's okay. (laughs) And, you know, I'm saying she came out in 2012 because she needed to smooth over some rough spot in her marriage, uh, her and her husband having therapy, so this was a convenient thing to use. And, and you know, her credibility is zero. Plus, you weigh that against the 65 people, women, who've come out to attest what yep. a Boy Scout this guy was, mm-hmm. plus the guy who supposedly in the room said it didn't happen. And, and then I'm also thinking about what is a what are two girls doing with four guys? No, that, but, that, but that but that's I mean, we've been to parties where there's yeah oh yeah and that, that happens and who knows but and, the, and I'm yeah. there was nothing serious went on. And again, the fact that Feinstein held on to this for six weeks. Oh, six well, that weeks tells me that Daffy doubted the credibility. No, no, no. I don't think she doubted the credibility. She wanted to use it for political purposes. And well, again, yeah, if, if you were yeah. a victim, again, I can ask this over and over. If your wife was sexually assaulted by someone and years later she tells you about it, wouldn't you as a husband say, I want this dude to pay the price. I want revenge. Oh, yeah. And and then if you tell, imagine if you tell a senator, a police officer, and they're like, thanks for telling us we're going to hold this until we need it. You'd be like, hell no. My wife's a victim. What are you doing? But You're that's right. not what happened here. That's <laughs> not what happened here. It's crazy, man. It's well, absolutely crazy. Hey, thanks for being all over this. This is, you know, and I've seen this time and again. Uh, I'm originally from Georgia. I can hear I saw it. All this happened uh, to an individual running for president from Georgia, and uh, it, you know, it, it's ridiculous. You know, and now it's I he will. said she. Yeah, th- and thank you for the, the phone call. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening. I, I, you know, we we've seen this. To where all of a sudden, with, with Clarence Thomas, Anita Hill, at the last minute, didn't stop him. They tried to smear him and everything else. And you know what sucks is that no matter what, and I guarantee you Kavanaugh will get cleared. The FBI has done six. You know the FBI? Because this guy's been a judge working in different White Houses. The FBI has done six different background checks on this guy. Six. Six. But you know what sucks? This guy's got two daughters. He's got a wife. 65 women say he's great. The witness in the room said it didn't happen. But there'll be people that are so demented they're going to refer to this guy for the rest of his life as a rapist. And that's what the Democrats want here because they want good people to never want to run for office 
or Supreme Court or anything like that because it might disagree with them. So they'll, they'll do whatever it takes to tear them down. 833, more reaction coming up, more sound bites. Don't go anywhere, here's Fox. 841, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. After Number one, after six years, Isabel Stellis, that girl, the whole city of Tucson, the whole state of Arizona, the whole country, was enamored six years ago about what happened to Isabel because she just disappeared from her home. They found her remains last year, unfortunately. And over the weekend, it was Saturday, they announced uh, they were charging a man with her kidnapping and murder. Not related to the family at all. Uh, This man also is being charged with the murder of Maribel Gonzalez. Another girl. This is terrible. This guy is a sex offender. He has uh, committed crimes across the country. Second thing that I think you need to know is that Kirsten Cinema. More controversy about Democratic Senate candidate Kirsten Cinema. She was part of an anti-war group. She actually co-founded an anti-war group back in uh, the early 2000s. And they made flyers trying to get people to go to the events that her organization was throwing and they teamed up with anarchist groups one of the flyers actually depicted american soldiers as skeletons inflicting u.s terror in iraq and the middle east and that was her group she founded it yeah her campaign says well she didn't design the flyers nice third thing i think you need to know brett kavanaugh's accuser after 35, maybe 36 years, came out and said that he did bad things to me. He tried to uh, rip off my bathing suit at a party. I don't remember how I got there. I don't remember where the house was. I don't remember whose house it was or anything like that. But I remember this. And he was drunk. And that's what he did. And it's my civic duty to come forward. She told Diane Feinstein, the senator, July 30th. Die if I held on to it until this past Thursday. Until this past Thursday. Why would you not want to get justice for a victim, right? 65 women have come forward saying that Kavanaugh's a Boy Scout. He would never act this way. Never did. The one person that was the witness, though, she said, this one guy, Mark Judge, was in the room when, he, when Kavanaugh was on top of me, and Mark Judge knocked him off me. Mark Judge says, I was there. This never happened. What more do you need to know? Case three, dismissed. Yeah, three things I think you need to know. Uh, by the way, Kavanaugh just recently put out a statement. He's at the White House right now. I retweeted it. Because I'm a good guy. At Gary Lewis. There you go. Check it out for yourself. So, uh, Red Kavanaugh put out a statement. Judge Kavanaugh. Quote, this is a completely false allegation. I have never done anything like what the accuser describes to her or to anyone. Because this never happened, I had no idea who was making this accusation until she identified herself yesterday. I am willing to talk to the Senate Judiciary Committee in any way the committee deems appropriate to refute this false allegation from 36 years ago. And defend my integrity. Good for him. Fight back. Unlike these wuss senators, Jeff Flake calling for a delay in the vote, which was supposed to happen on Thursday. And Grassley said there's no delay in the vote. He says it's going to go forward. And Jeff Flake, oh, well, we got to watch this stuff, blah, 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 blah. What credibility does this clown have after he ran cover for illegal aliens trying to throw out Border Patrol that were raiding his family's farm, his family's ranch, because they hired a bunch of illegal aliens? Never Trumper dolt. Bob Corker, another never Trumper that's also retiring because he couldn't win. He couldn't beat the Trumpster. And he's another one. I don't think we should vote on this until we get more information and blah, blah. What a bunch of turncoats. You know, the Democrats would never turn on these people. They would never turn on their own. Swamp. The swamp is deep. It is full of a bunch of, well, you know. 
880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's hear some more. I have it right here. Throw me up over there if you don't mind, Ryan. Uh, from Deborah Katz, the attorney for this woman who came forward and claims that Brett Kavanaugh did this to her. Again, this woman, Deborah Katz, she's an attorney that back in the 90s ragged, I'm not joking about this, ragged on Paula Jones. Paula Jones, if you remember, repeatedly claimed back in 1998 Bill Clinton sexually harassed her when he was the governor of Arkansas. So this woman attacked Paula Jones repeatedly over and over and over. She said this woman, Deborah Katz, said the lawsuit would have been dismissed if Clinton wasn't the president. She said Jones's claims were very, very weak, complete lack of proof. Clinton gave her 850 grand to be quiet. This lawyer, Deborah Katz, is also a committed resistance member opposed to Trump. She told this to the University of Wisconsin Alumni Magazine. She has donated more than 26 grand to Democratic politicians and liberal groups, and she is the one representing this woman. And she also happened to be on the early show on CBS. And Nora O'Donnell asked her, uh, testifying in public under oath in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee with the American people watching, that's an enormous amount, of, enormous amount of pressure. Is she willing to go that far? And the attorney said this. She's willing to do what she needs to do. She is willing to uh, hopefully tell her story in a manner that is a fair uh, proceeding. Unfortunately, what we're already hearing this morning mm. is that the, Dem- uh, that the Republicans intend to play hardball. They intend to grill her. This is not an exercise that is designed to get at the truth. Oh, this really? is an exercise that's designed to terrify somebody who's already been traumatized. They're going to grill her. They're going to ask her questions. And they said, well, how do you not ask questions? This is a pretty serious thing right here. And she basically so it's all about tone and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about facts? Well, they don't matter anymore. Again, I would have said, well, then they asked her about Diane Feinstein. I want you to hear the... I want you to hear the, the uh, question from the interviewer. Here we go on the answer. Here we go. Deborah, there's been criticism from both Republicans and even some Democrats about how Dianne Feinstein handled this letter and this allegation. Uh, the letter was dated July 30th, and your client wrote, As a constituent, I expect that you will maintain this as confidential until we have further opportunity to speak. Did your client speak with Dianne Feinstein, and is she satisfied with how she handled this allegation? She's very satisfied with how Dianne Feinstein handled this allegation. She did come forward and with this letter, she said on July 30th, she did have a conversation with the senator who made it clear that she thought that these allegations were important and that they were serious. And uh, her staff checked in with us routinely. Please, please, confidential. No, no, I'm coming. I don't want any attention until I come forward more and let's figure out a plan and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Give me a break. Give me a break. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And again, I thought this one was really, really good. Let's go back to it. CNN, Allison Camerata, and Deborah Katz, the lawyer. So while we have you, perhaps you can help us fill in the blanks on some of her story. Um she was, says that she was at a party in probably 1982 in Montgomery County, Maryland. She says that there were four guys there. These are high school students, as was she. There were four guys there. Were there any girls there that day? Yes, there was, uh, there was another girl uh, at this party, yes. And has your client spoken to any of those other guys or that girl who could help corroborate her story? She has not. 
and why not? Is it time to do that? That's that's not her job to do that. If this is going to be investigated, it should be done by investigators. Yep. Not her job. No, no. Again, why isn't anybody asking her? In that whole CBS interview, by the way, they didn't ask anything about the one witness that actually there was actually there denies this happened. How do you how do you counteract that? Right? How do you do that? She is a professor, by the way, this Christine Blasey, the accuser, at Palo Alto University. And there were ratings from Rate My Professor, the website. She scored a 2.9 in competency. One former student wrote, Christine Ford is the worst educator I've ever experienced. Avoid taking her class and avoid any interaction with this person. I feel like she has something wrong with her, and I'm surprised no one has caught this. Also, avoid Fullerton's MSW program as long as she is there. This is before everything came out, by the way. Another one, Professor Ford is unprofessional, lacks appropriate filters, and I'm honestly scared of her. She's made comments both in class and in emails. If you cross her, you'll be on her bad side. I fear to think of the poor clients that had to deal with her while she got her MSW and LCSW. Absolutely the worst teacher I've ever had. Another one, do not take her class. She's unclear with directions, hard grader, and talks for two hours, 45 minutes without giving a break. She is the exact opposite of what teachers, of what she teaches. Empowering? Not at all. Take her class and you will take antidepressants, start smoking or drinking again and gain 20 pounds at your risk. 851, we'll get calls, we'll get your reaction, don't go anywhere. we got to get to Ruben Gallego and more on Kirsten Cinema. Don't go anywhere, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What? Don't give that smirk on your face. I'm... Oh, you're just talking about. I'm your, honest about that. Your manliness. And I was like, I lack can, of. I can find you some pills to help lack of. enhance that. Lack, lack of. <laughs> Not going to help me know how to deal with the garage door, I'll tell you that. Uh, you know what? It's a lot of headache. You should just call A1. Thank you. Trust me, I've been there. Ugh. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNSDAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm, I'm getting people. I love my, my listeners, the smartest. You are the smartest. People and I hate saying people because you're the person. You can be the person sending me this. You're very smart. Anyway, we'll get to that. First, three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, after six years, Isabel Sellis, that poor girl that was now we find out we think kidnapped out of her home. Dude broke into her home, kidnapped her, murdered her. There's finally been a man charged. He's a sex offender. He's committed crimes across the country. No relation to anybody in the family. Uh, that happened on Saturday. He also is being charged with the death of Maribel Gonzalez, another girl that he murdered, uh, allegedly, of course. So hopefully we'll get some closure on this. It was a strange, crazy case, wasn't it? Strange, crazy, sad, you name it. Second thing that I think you need to know, Democratic senatorial candidate Kirsten Sinema in hot water again, another controversy. She actually called American soldiers uh, terrorists. She was part of it. She founded an anti, she co-founded an anti-war group. Back in the early 2000s, and they created flyers for events. One of the flyers had American military members as skeletons and said, help stop us, uh, stop U.S. inflict terror in Iraq and the Middle East. So our, our, our troops were inflicting terror, according to Kirsten Sinema, who wants to be your senator. She's already a congressperson. She is running from her past even more than Martha. Third thing I think you need to know. Judge Brett Kavanaugh is at the White House right now, again denying 
anything. That happened 36 years ago. Uh, these accusations that are coming out from this woman who now all of a sudden remembers what happened 36 years ago and just teamed up with Senator Dianne Feinstein to try to throw a monkey wrench into this. Feinstein knew about this going back to July 30th. Never mentioned anything in phone calls, meetings, closed-door meetings, open sessions, questions, anything with Brett Kavanaugh. And Kavanaugh says, I had no idea about this because I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't know who I was being accused of until her her name came out because I didn't do anything wrong 36 years ago. I didn't do anything. So he denies it. Uh, This is just Democrats trying to, to stop anybody that could be good for the country from ever wanting to do any public service in the future because why should they go through this garbage? Three things I think you need to know. Republicans don't drag Democrats through the mud, now do they? How many Republicans, by the way, I mean, shouldn't Jeff Flake and any other Republican in this state start talking about Kirsten Cinema and what she did in her background as a legislator trying to protect adults that got, that got caught paying uh, child prostitutes for sex? Should, shouldn't they be talking about that? And then the fact that she called our, ter- our military terrorists? I mean, you could actually criticize them on things they've done versus what Democrats do, which is seemingly make up things to just create some kind of public narrative. And, uh, and you know, this goes back to the whole Harry Reid thing. Remember when Mitt Romney was running for president? Harry Reid told the media, I know a guy who told me Romney hasn't paid his taxes in 10 years. And the media said, do you have proof what's going on? He goes, tell him to prove it. And the media went with that. insane but they take it look the democrats take advantage of ignorant people of people with their heads in the sand these are all people that shouldn't vote not that they don't have the right to vote but they're just they're not up to what's going on in the world let's put it that way okay so since they have no clue as to what's going on why should they screw up your life and my life right and that's what democrats look republicans take advantage of it too but democrats also By putting out these crazy ads, putting out these crazy statements, you name it. You name it. This is insane. Um, Now, let's let's play some more craziness and insanity. Ruben Gallego, 113. Ruben Gallego, this video is on my page at knst.com. Arizona Congressman Ruben Gallego is the same guy that last month threatened ICE agents and Border Patrol agents that if they deported people, they would pay the price. He tweeted that. He threatened them. So he's at a unity event. When you hear what he said, remember he's at a unity event for the Democratic Party in Maricopa County. And this is what he said, what he wants to, what's going to happen to Republicans. Here we go. Guys, guys, and ladies, we are less than 60 days from totally kicking the out of the Republicans. There you go. talking in the blue districts, I'm not just talking the fighting 28 where they're always fighting. I'm talking, we're going to win here in Chandler, we're going to win Oro Valley, we're going to win in Chino Valley, we're going to win in the Hesa Valley. We are going to win and turn this state blue. Do you believe in that? Because I certainly do. So every day we are out there, we have to fight. We have to fight because Republicans are cowards, and they're going to continue to be cowards. We have to fight because it's only us that will fight for everyday Americans. So 60 days. Right. Yeah, things are so bad out there. Let me just tell you, this is why this whole blue wave, the media wants to basically 
use their airwaves, their power, their websites, whatever it might be, to tell you, don't even bother go, go voting. Don't, don't even bother. It's already over. It's already over. Nobody likes Trump. Nobody this, nobody that, blah, 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 blah. This guy's doing it. It's all out there. They're so overconfident. Did you see what Gallup reported before we tear into Ruben Gallego? Gallup did some polling. You ready for the headline? Record low 12% cite economic issues as top U.S. problems. It's always about the economy, stupid. And the economy is going so well right now. A record low 12% of people that Gallup asked said the economy is the top problem of our country. 12%. Remember, it was the new normal a couple of years ago under Obama? Well, we're never going to do well. If the Democrats would have stayed in charge, sure. Democrats want to take away the tax cuts. That's why they said from the beginning, they're they're peanuts, they're pennies, they're nothing. It's chump change, it's crumbs. You don't realize it has no effect on you. They want to convince people about that. Okay, they want to why take second, away then? They, because they, that, that's the only narrative they have. They're so bad for you because then they can get the money, get their hands on it, and give it to their friends and buy votes. And they want to literally tell people and convince them that the economy is so bad you got to get Trump out of there. You got to put us in there to just you know balance out Trump, counteract Trump. It's so bad. Yet only twelve percent say the economy is the top problem in America. Only twelve percent. That's it. The prior low about uh, saying the the economy is the top problem was thirteen percent in May of nineteen ninety nine. Dissatisfaction with government at twenty nine percent tops the problem list. Man, what a world! Not terrorism. Not the economy. You're just mad at government. Doesn't mean you're mad at Trump. Look at what we're mad at now. I got, besides Ruben Gallego saying, we're going to kick the bleep out of the Republicans. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, again, a Republican said that about Democrats. Top story in the news. You're going to cause people to get killed. You're going to have blood on your hands, blah, blah, blah. This moron Gallego says that he gets cheered. Civility, my ass. I got this, uh, I got this email from retired Master Sergeant from the United States Marine Corps. Garrett, always enjoy your show. When I heard yesterday that our remaining Senate rhino, meaning Jeff Flake, was calling for a delay on voting for Judge Kavanaugh this Thursday, I emailed Senator Flake's office last night asking him not to fall for what is an obvious, pathetic Hail Mary by the Democrats. I hope you'll ask your listeners to do the same by calling or writing Flake, demanding that he stop playing these Democratic games and vote for Kavanaugh. It only takes a few minutes and we'll let Flake know how we Arizonans feel. Listen, email till your fingers are numb. Flake is deranged with such hatred for Donald Trump. It's not going to matter, but you still should make, you still should email. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't call his office, flood him. I can only tell you this. I, I said this to the, the story I had about Flake to people at the beer club last week. And I, there was a, there was a, somebody that was uh, in Jeff Flake's office, he used to work at Jeff Flake's Tucson office. And when he announced that he is not running for reelection, he's going to retire and, you know, of course, hope to get a job at CNN or MSNBC. Uh, this person, I was told, got a job somewhere else here in Tucson. And after this person got another job, told people that I know, life is so much better now. Their office was bombarded with phone calls every day from people like you disagreeing with everything that Jeff Flake was doing. Everything. 
and it was stress and pressure, and he caused all of his employees at his offices around the state to live through that. And he just doesn't care. So again, you could email all you want. You should let him know, but he's not going to give a crap because he doesn't care about us anymore. That's why he should resign. He is not doing what's for the best interests of Arizona. He is doing what's for the best interests of Jeff Flake. This whole thing that he did to publicly come out and say, I don't think we should vote on this. This is just terrible. We shouldn't vote, blah, blah, blah. It's so he can get a job at MSNBC and CNN. Jeff Flake is the uh, Republican uh, analyst uh, who's going to give us some insight on this. And uh, Jeff, you, you, you did everything you could. You were, you were as bipartisan as they came. You tried to, you know, right the president's wrongs. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they want. That's what they want. That will be this, his intro every time when he's on CNN or MSNBC. So keep doing it. Don't be afraid. I just don't think it's going to change anything, but I'm just letting you know. So letting you know. Um, Gallup, even though uh, apparently Ruben Gallego thinks they're going to kick the bleep out of Republicans in just uh, six weeks or so, whatever it is. I just don't understand how, what they can run on besides they don't like Trump. And we even heard from a woman who said she's not even a big fan of Trump, but she loves the economy and what he's doing. That's where people are getting this wrong. Do you like Trump? No. Okay, they don't like Trump. Not going to vote. Doesn't mean you're not going to vote for him. So Gallup. Gallup writes, the low number of mentions of economic issues as the nation's most important problem mirrors Americans' generally positive attitudes on other economic indicators. In the current September survey, 55% of Americans say the economy is getting better. Among the highest proportions saying this since 2004. A near record 64% now say it's a good time to find a quality job. Workers remain upbeat about their job security. Employee engagement is at record highs. Why? Why do they think there's going to be a blue wave? Hmm. Yeah. This month, 29% of Americans cite concerns about government, approaching the all-time high of 33% in October of 2013, when Obama was in office. When the government shut down after Congress failed to grant a spending bill. Okay, what else is there? You want to know what, what's number two? And this is what Trump needs to know. Oh, and I'm glad I remember this now. Uh, most important problems facing the U.S. 29% dissatisfaction with government slash poor leadership. Doesn't mean just Trump, by the way. Number two, illegal immigrants. Immigration. That's number two. Did you see what Trump tweeted out over the weekend, by the way? And he tweeted out a lot of stuff related to the hurricane, stuff like that. But Trump basically, and I'll get the exact tweet, but Trump basically tweeted out something about Republican leadership getting played, getting played by the Democrats about the wall and border security and border funding and things like that. Uh, that's, he's basically calling them now. Now, granted, and here it is right here. This happened Saturday. Trump, when will Republican leadership learn that they are being played like a fiddle by the Democrats on border security and building the wall? Without borders, we don't have a country. With open borders, which the Democrats want, we have nothing but crime. Finish the wall. Well, that's up to you, man. Shut down the government, Trump. He's, he made the statement last week. We played it. Ah, you know, I'm being told by uh, good people that if we, if we shut down the government, we're going to risk certain races in the Senate, blah, blah, blah. You're talking about Mitch and Paul? Is that what you're talking about? McConnell and Ryan? 
It seems like you're being played by them. You're saying they're being played by a fiddle wire, and you just digging your feet in the ground and drawing the line in the sand. I right, whatever. Hang on, real quick. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I just called Blake's office here in town. You can tell they're not really interested because I feel getting my spiel about Blake needs representatives and stop worrying about his personal opinions because he has the hatred towards the president. I said he needs to vote for Kavanaugh. And I, and I said, and I, she goes, okay. I said, well, do you want my name or anything? Oh, okay. So they weren't even going to take my name. So they weren't, you know, usually when they're concerned, they want your name, phone number, email address. So I had to ask if she'd like my name and put it down. <laughs> so they're that, so, they're already, I mean, you got to think about it. They, they only have a couple of months left to work. They got to find yeah, new I, jobs. Yeah, I think they just don't even want to deal with it. Oh, <laughs> and that, I'm telling that's so, why he's so full of it, man. He is so full of it. We all know it. Yeah, and um, that's why I told her, I said, you know, he has too much hatred. He needs to step aside because he, he represents us, the voters. He's voting. And he just sat there and listened until I asked her if she wanted my name and phone number, and that was it. And nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> oh, my. Is, this is this is unbelievable. Did they say they get back to you, even though they didn't want any of your... No. Uh, nothing at no, all. No, because I'm, I'm the one that offered. I said, here's my... Would you like my name and phone number? <laughs> sure. I gave it. I go, okay. And well, thank you, and that was it. <laughs> and that was it. Nothing else. Yeah, I saw... And I did <sighs> Sally McSally the other week, gave my name and phone number, talked to him, and they never got back with me about the border, about the border patrol thing either. So. Nothing uh, nothing there either, huh? No, nothing. No. <sighs> I, cause I asked him to keep me in a loop, and no... No, no, no emails. No, no, no anything. <laughs> this is this is incredible. Absolutely, but it's not incredible at the same time. Uh, right, it is, but it they isn't. Name, once they get voted in, they are they're happy. And uh, six months before another election, and start kicking everybody's butt. Yep, that's all it is, man. That's all it is. Hey, Steve, thank you. I hope everyone. Yeah, you're calls. doing a great job, and I appreciate it. Uh, my, I appreciate you listening, man. More than you could thank ever you. know. Thank you, Steve. Take care. 880-KNST. we got more calls coming up. Don't go anywhere. we got to get into that. And since we're talking about the economy, too, we got to play Ocasio-Cortez. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever hear. On CNN, of all places, they're like, how are you going to pay for this? And the answer she gives is awesome. It is so good. Okay? You need to hear it. It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 929. Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST AM 790. Going to be 100 today. Maybe some thunderstorms by Wednesday. The Day of Atonement. For me, at least. Now, the videos are on my page at KNST.com. The fake news from the Weather Channel. Dude acted as if he was going to get blown over by these big, giant winds. And then two people start walking behind him as if there's nothing really going on. And the Weather Channel says, fake, uh, you know, a global warming caused by man. Global warming caused by man. You're doing this. You're doing this. And they keep going on with the fake news. How can you believe anything that they're doing, right? You have that. Uh, plus, the video of Ruben Gallego saying that uh, Democrats are going to kick the bleep out of the Republicans. They all start cheering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jokester. Let's go to Shane real quick. He's been waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello, Shane. Morning, Gary. Great, uh, Garrett, great show. Listen, we need to change the narrative. This is why Trump got elected. And this is why you had the wave of support for Trump. This supposedly happened when Judge Kavanaugh was 17, I think it was. Yes. He wasn't even an adult. Maybe. Yeah. Literally, he wasn't even an adult. Are they going to start bringing up... Somebody in second grade pushing a girl off the off the uh, jungle gym, like what, what? Why do we even permit this? Why don't we just go? You know what? He was a kid. He was in high school. Well, but that, but, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Or not. Well, you know that's where a lot of Trump supporters are at this particular point. But they can't say I can't. I don't care if he did this or not, or because you, you got out the end. Unlike and here's the hypocrisy. 
you know, you got to look out for the victims. You got to give the victims a chance. Bill Clinton never did. The Democrats never gave Paula Jones or the rest of the women that he he did this stuff to a chance. But what the Republicans need to say is the one person that was in the room that witnessed this said it never happened. It's absolutely uh, what is the word he said again? Nuts. Absolutely nuts. The one person that witnessed this with her own two eyes says it never happened. What more needs to what more needs to be said, right? Well, I mean, again, there's the, the victim. They keep telling this woman a victim, okay? And they don't say alleged. And she's a, yeah. a university professor yeah. at, which, was it Georgetown? I forget which university. No, no, he, he went to Georgetown Prep. She is a professor at Palo Alto University. A professor at Palo Alto University at a prestigious university. So apparently it really didn't affect the trajectory of her life. Uh, well, apparently the reviews say she's nasty and a little bit out there, a little bit kooky, a little bit weird, kind of strange, got some psychological problems. Who knows? So she's a, so she's a Democrat. Well played. <laughs> hey, you guys do a great show, and I just think, you know, it's just like with Flake and Sessions and Lindsey Graham and all these mm-hmm. Republicans who would rather be in the moral high ground with their noses in the air and lose to the Democrats who are literally corrupting our republic by using the DOJ, which you pointed out, they've used the DOJ, the FBI under Obama. They're literally, the Democrats are corrupting our literal republic. And meanwhile, all the Republicans are worried about is looking like they have the moral superiority and high ground instead of actually winning. Can I, since you're on the phone with me, let me throw something else by you real quick, because this is Mm -hmm. just coming out. And somebody uh, sent me a message on this and I Googled it and there's a story about it. So maybe this woman has an axe to grind because Judge Kavanaugh's mom was a judge. Her name is Martha. Judge Martha Kavanaugh. Judge Judge Kavanaugh was the judge. So Brett Kavanaugh's mom was the judge for a foreclosure case back in 1996 in Maryland, which apparently involved this woman's parents. Apparently it involved the foreclosure of a home about this woman's parents. So, do you think maybe she also has, maybe? Conflict? Yeah. Conflict of interest? Yeah. Yeah. But, again, I mean, the Democrats, they won't go after uh, the gentleman, in the, the head of the committee in, what was it, Minnesota, who literally has videotape of stuff of him assaulting a woman. Oh, they sweep that under the rug, but mm-hmm. they're bringing up something from 30-some years ago. Yeah. This is, and, and the fact that we're not punching back, that's why I like Trump. Trump was not my first pick for president. I'm more libertarian. I like Rand Paul. I like Ron Paul. But you know what? He punched back. He wasn't a punching bag that said, oh, I'd rather be punched and, you know, be the morally superior, but lose. Exactly. And Sheriff Napier needs to take a page from that, too, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, I'm, I'm voting behind officials. You know, I honestly at this point wouldn't care if they came out and said they were Democrat if they were supporting the traditional old-time liber- liberal Democrat position. And fighting. Yep. Instead of doing what the current Democrats are doing, which is communist socialism. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. You're right. Shane, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, man. Have a great morning. Great show, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Uh, Yeah, just so you know. Brett Kavanaugh's mom ruled against the parents of this lady. uh, And it shows that her parents were the losing party in a foreclosure. Doesn't mean this woman is lying about it, but why isn't this being brought up, right? Is she just mad about this? Innocent until proven guilty, right? Well, we need to be more. Again, he was, Brett Kavanaugh was interviewed six times. FBI did six different checks on him. 
over the years. 934, we'll get to uh, Ocasio-Cortez. You got to hear this to believe it. How are you going to pay for all these things? You know, we've played soundbites in the past. This might be the best one ever of how she's going to pay for these things. And it was on CNN of all places. It's coming up. Here's Fox. 943, happy Monday. Garrett Lewis with you. Three things I think you need to know here on KNST AM 790. Number one. Number one. Uh, after six years, the man, a man has finally been charged. A person's finally been charged in the death of Isabel Celis. It was a big mystery, uh, not just here, but it, it got nationwide attention. Uh, this same man, who apparently is a sex offender, committed crimes across the country and also is being charged in the death of Maribel Gonzalez, another uh, young girl that disappeared several years ago, but the remains were found. It's no, The guy is not related to the family at all. People were speculating about that. It's a crazy, sad story. Second thing I think you need to know, Kirsten Cinema wants to be your senator. She's a Democrat. And after last week when uh, it came out that she was looking out to try to protect adults that got caught paying child prostitutes for sex. Turns out she was, we know she's an anti-war activist like crazy back in the early, early 2000s. She co-founded a group that worked with anarchist groups and they got rallies, anti-war rallies, you name it. And she also had an event where they handed out flyers, she handed out flyers for the event. And it had one of our, uh, it basically portrayed our military as terrorists. It said, uh, basically our military is, is terrorizing Iraq and the Middle East. Yep. Third thing, I think you need to add the story by that, by the way, on my page at uh, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio, like it and follow it. Third thing I think you need to know is the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Jeff Flake has said postpone it because he hates Trump. He denies again any of these allegations put forward by this woman. He said, I had no idea any of this was happening because I never did it. Now that I know who she is, I still deny it because it never happened 36 years ago. 36 years ago, the one witness that was there in the room that, according to this lady, stopped the alleged sexual assault, said it never happened. This is absolutely nuts. The guy said it. This is absolutely nuts. Doesn't that count for something? Three things I think you need to know. So, and by the way, again, this this lady that is accusing Brett Kavanaugh is a far-left activist, and her lawyer is an admitted part of the resistance against Trump. It just goes on and on. I mean, it's just out there. And now the story has come out about how Brett Kavanaugh's mom was a judge and ruled against this lady's parents in a foreclosure hearing back in 1996. Is there revenge? We don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? No. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just ridiculous that this is what how our government has to run. Mm-hmm. This is how the Democratic Party has to run. And how many stinking, stinking Republicans run and hide tail, right? Run and hide tail. Because they're just so, oh, 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 I just don't know. Again, Bob Corker and Jeff Flake are leading the way. Two never-Trumpers that are being forced to retire early because they were never going to win the primary. Losers. Losers. That's it. Losers. So, mm-hmm. let's play uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. This is the socialist in New York City. Do you know she did a fashion shoot for a magazine wearing $3,500 outfit? Yep. Way to represent the whole socialist thing, right? Isn't that how it's supposed to go? They're on top and everybody else yeah. is on bottom? She claims they're not her clothes. They gave them to her. She didn't keep them. Oh, they. Wouldn't you say, listen, I'm a socialist. I got to be true to my people. I'm going to wear just regular jeans and a t-shirt. Just what I am. It's who I am. Nope. 
Not so much. I don't know why she just go shopping at the the Mal Hillary store. Oh my goodness! What? It's true. It's not the Mao Hillary. It's the Kim Jong Un Hillary. Oh, sorry. Kim Jong Il Hillary. Kim Jong Il. It's actually Kim Jong Il. Same thing. Same thing. Same look. Thirty five hundred dollar outfit. Mm mm mm. So you have that. Okay. Now she went on CNN with Jake Tapper, and even look, even Jake Tapper, and he's on the other side. He's like, how are you going to pay for this stuff? And he, we're going to pause it for answers. It's so good. Like, she's done this before where she literally has no answers. And Democrats, like, hold her up. And Democrats, like, hey, you know what you should do? You should you should come campaign for me and stuff like that. Democrats are more willing to have this nut, this clueless, clueless person campaign for them than Trump. Some Republicans don't want Trump. And all Trump is is a guy that's winning. The economy's on fire. Doug Ducey. What a loser he is. I don't really know if I'm going to have the president here or join the president. I'm not sure what people are going to think and blah, 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 blah. What a tool bag the governor is. This came out on Friday. What a tool bag. Even though he had no problem going to the White House, was it last month, I think it was, meeting about illegal immigration and the president, oh, yeah, I'll go now. God, Ducey is just a slime as well. But David Garcia is worse, I'm just telling you. So anyway, let's play Ocasio-Cortez. Listen to her ass. I left it all in there. We'll pause it for reaction about how she'll pay for all of her awesome government programs. Here we go. Your platform has called for various new programs, including Medicare for All, Housing as a Federal Right, a Federal Jobs Guarantee, Tuition-Free Public College, Canceling All Student Loan Debt. Huh. Um, according to nonpartisan and left-leaning wow. studies friendly to your cause, including Cancel the Center the on Budget and Policy Priorities or the Tax Policy Center, the overall price tag is more than $40 trillion in the next decade. You recently said in an interview that increasing taxes on the very wealthy plus an increased corporate tax rate would make Whoa. $2 trillion over the next 10 years. So where's the other $38 trillion? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that we need to realize when we look at something like Medicare for All, Medicare for All would save the American people oh, would, huh? a very large amount of money. And what we see as well is that these systems are not yeah, just exactly. pause uh, it. Pause. That's a quick question. The... How? How is Medicare for All going to save people? Medicare right now is broke. Well, if everybody just stopped paying into their own private health insurance and took that money and put it in there, she didn't even say that. She didn't even say that. Yeah, how? Let's continue that these systems are not just uh, pie in the sky. They are, many of them are accomplished by every modern civilized democracy in the Western world. The United, uh, the United Kingdom has a form of single-payer health care. Canada, France, Germany. What we need to realize is that these investments are better and they are good for our future. These are generational investments so that not just, they're not short-term band-aids, but they are really profound about who we want to be as a nation well, and, as, and how we want asked. to act as the wealthiest nation in the history of the world. Right, no, Wait, I, I get that, but uh, <laughs> the price tag for everything that you've laid out in your yes. campaign is $40 trillion Please. over the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that Medicare for All uh, would cost more to some wealthier people uh, and to the government and to taxpayers while also reducing individual health care expenditures, but I'm talking about the overall package you say it's not pie in the sky but 40 trillion dollars mm. is quite a bit of money uh and the the taxes that you talked about raising to pay for this to pay for your agenda only count for two and i'm, I'm yeah, we're going by left-leaning mm-hmm. uh analysts right oh. well, when you look again at again how our health care works currently we pay mu- much of these costs go into the private sector mm. so what we see is for example 
you know, a mm. year ago, I was working downtown in a restaurant. I, I went around and I asked how many of you folks have health insurance. It's not a single she person. She was? She has a degree from Boston University in international relations and economics. And she's 28. It's not like she's like, I'm 23. I just finished. She's 28. So was she 27 at the time? Nothing against working in a restaurant, but you, you couldn't find an, a different job? Anyway, let's continue. She asked people. Health insurance. Not a single person did because these they were paying. They would have had to have paid two hundred dollars. She's still a not month, saying how she uh, could pay for, for it. By the way, for a but wasn't that Obamacare? Wasn't it supposed to be affordable and the, the thing to do? Yeah, blah, but it's blah, not blah. not not giving Medicare for all though. Not Payment was, for insurance mm-hmm. that that had an eight thousand yeah. dollar deductible. She's still not answering what the question. What these represent yeah. are lower costs overall for these programs. And additionally, what this is is a broader agenda. Mm. We do know and we acknowledge yes. that there are political realities. realities. They don't always happen with just the wave of a wand. But we can work to make these things happen. And in fact, when we when you look at the economic activity that it spurs, for example, uh, if you look at my generation, millennials, mm-hmm. the amount of of economic activity Activity that we do not engage in the fact that we delay purchasing homes that we don't participate well, in the economy now. purchasing cars etc as fully as possible what? how do you pay for this cost it is a, a an externality if you will of of a unprecedented unprecedented amounts so, of student loan debt i'm assuming i'm not going to get an answer for the other 38 <laughs> trillion dollars and she, and then the, what's funny is that she's like stares into the cameras mm-hmm, okay they, he's like thanks for joining us mm, you got it so basically I, I don't know how this happens, how you can go and lie and then not answer. Like, if you're going to say something can can work, explain how. And she never does. And she's okay. with. She doesn't think she looks like a fool. She doesn't think so. 953. Uh, it's incredible stuff, isn't it? No, what I'm saying, though, again, is how do you pay for this? Well, millennials need jobs to buy things and houses. We don't buy things fast enough. No, how, where are you getting $38 trillion from? I don't have an answer. I'm going to filibuster and people love me because I'm young and I'm cute and I say things and get the crowd going. 953, it's KNST.